Hi, and welcome to the River of Life Assembly of God podcast. We are so glad you joined us. Our prayer is that today's message will impact your life in a positive way. We believe there is power in the Word of God. So open your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you today. There's no way I'm going to get this all out, so let's go to to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. going to kick off this three-week series about he came, Jesus coming, but the Holy Spirit came this morning. I said the Holy Spirit came this morning, and he's still here. And it's easy to get caught up in the church. I've been, been here for a while, been doing this for a while, and I know about the church life and church world. We can get caught up sometimes in the tradition. Tradition's not all bad, but we can miss the reason for the season, if you will. Same as Christmas, we get caught up in the lights and productions. I was thinking about this church and praying about this building and saying, God, what do you want us to do? We're starting to get done, so now vision is starting to come back up. Hallelujah. (laughs) And... uh, I've always loved drama. I, I think one of the best way to connect—you got to connect with people. You got to connect to correct. I said you got to connect to correct. One of the best ways to connect is through drama. Jesus was one of the most—was the best storyteller ever. And I thought about this building and this production. I said, wouldn't it be awesome to do a Christmas production? I love the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, Charles Dickens. I think that's the greatest story ever. Come on, dream with me. Can you see it? People getting saved. That story's got one of the most powerful conversions in it. You got to go back to the black and white uh, movies to see Ebenezer Scrooge. He has, a, he has an, uh, an encounter with God in those Christmas movies. I'm telling you, it's what it's all about. God wants to change some lives. I was just dreaming of what God wants to do. Amen. And in John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, capital W, this is God, this is Jesus. In the beginning was Jesus. We think this time of year, it's, the birth, it's just the birth of the Son of God, as if this is the first time He come into existence. Jesus has been here from the beginning. So it's not he was born. I wanted to talk for the next few weeks how he came. Says in Isaiah, unto us a child is born. That's us. America recognizes the birth of Jesus. It says unto us a child is born. The next verse says, and a son was given. And here John tells us, in the beginning was the word, capital W, Jesus. And Jesus was with God. Jesus was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Jesus, and without Jesus, nothing was made that was made. In Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men, the countenance of men. Jesus gives life. He don't just save souls, he gives life. And that light shines in the darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 11, Jesus came to his own, and his own did not receive him. 
Look how that just goes right with the service today. It kind of goes with this whole thing about receiving what God is wanting to do. He came to his own, meaning the Jewish people. He came to the Jews first for two reasons. One, to fulfill prophecy because it was prophesied that the Messiah would come to the house of Israel. So he had to come to the Jews first. Second reason, he knew they would reject him. So then he would turn and open up an opportunity for us pork chop lovers. Gentiles, Come on, somebody. Amen. That's what this means. My translation. Came to his own. The Jewish people didn't receive him. Verse 12. This is the message for you today. This is for you today that just heard that others have kind of failed you in your life and maybe even recently. And so it's discouraged you even. A man of God who I have really respected this past week week and a half just totally had a moral failure and devastated a lot of us some of you know exactly who I'm talking about as a guy never would have thought it happened it really hurt a lot of people it can discourage your faith when others turn it can do that And that word for some of you today might have had something to do with that or someone in your life has let you down and it caused you to want to fall back. The other word today was to come a little deeper. Now that's just not a word that we just heard during worship. God wants us to respond to that. This word came to river of life. I don't want it to say and some of those did not receive it. But watch verse 12. But as many as what? Received it. You've got to receive the word. Go ahead and sit down. I think I'm going to just go with this. You've got to receive. You've got to learn. We've got to learn to receive. In sports, they spend thousands of dollars trying to train athletes to learn to receive the football. You've got to learn to receive. It's all about you can be strong, athletic, Young and run, but you got to learn how to ride, how to run in stride and catch that ball. You got to, you got to receive. You got to recognize to receive. You got to learn to recognize to receive. Let me just, you got to learn to recognize to receive. There's many people in the Bible who missed what God wanted to do in their life because they failed to have the ability to recognize. God said, I want to feed you with fresh food from heaven because you're hungry. You're needing something. God said, you have a need. I want to supply the need. When, he sh- when the need showed up, it came out of heaven, and the people were looking for God to respond to give them their need. And when it showed up, they didn't recognize it and literally called it manna. What is this? They failed to recognize what God was trying to do. This is just for somebody today. King David had all these children, and not all of them recognized him as great. He had Solomon recognized him as great. Absalom did not recognize David as being a man of God, and he tried taking over his kingdom, and he ended up bringing all kinds of havoc into the family. Two, same household, same dad, same everything, but one son had the ability to recognize the greatness in David. He had the ability to recognize the anointing on his dad's life. The other one totally missed it, all because he failed to recognize what God was doing. 
Jesus came to his own, but his own received him not, simply because they failed to recognize he was the Son of God. In John 8, he stood in front of them and he says to you, he says to them, he says, you study the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. But those scriptures speak of me, and you're not willing to come to me that you may live. Therefore, you will perish. It's amazing. Jesus is standing eight feet away from them, God in the flesh, and they got their Bibles out, and they refused to come to Jesus with all of their heart. They refused to totally surrender their life to God. And Jesus is standing right in front of them and says, man, you just don't get it. You don't get it, and this is why. You fail to recognize who I am. He looked at the Pharisees, and he says, you guys, and he called, this is, man, he ripped right into them and called them hypocrites. In Matthew 28, he just rips them to shreds. Hypocrites, he was, that, those are the only people God was, Jesus was hard on. He was, he was so gracious with everybody else. But it was the religious leaders he was so hard on. Why? Because they had the truth and they, they were supposed to be the ones to show people the way. But they used it. They were corrupt. They were twisted. They had everything twisted. It was self-centered. And so Jesus rebuked them very hard. Right in the middle of that rebuke, as he was rebuking them, the scribes spoke up and said, Jesus, the things that you're saying to these Pharisees, they offend us too. Your Bible says Jesus then turned right to them and said, Oh, you Sadducees, who don't believe in the things of the Spirit. That's who the Sadducees were. They didn't believe in the things of the Spirit. My dad always says they were sad, you see. Because they didn't believe in the Spirit. And let me tell you something. If you don't believe in the Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit, you will never get into the deep end of the things of God. This is a Spirit-filled church. This is a Spirit. God wants you to be filled with His Spirit. Be Spirit-led in your decisions and your parenting. Everything is Spirit. You are Spirit. Body, soul, and Spirit. They failed, and he looked at them, and this is what he said. He says, you can, you can, then he looked at the fishermen, and he says, you can discern from looking at the skies whether or not it's going to rain. I worked at the marina down in Ecorse and Wyandotte most of my young adult life, and we learned, I heard all the sayings, the fishermen would always say, uh, red sky in the morning, fisherman's warning, red sky at night, fisherman's delight. These are little, these are little words that we say. We actually get them from the Bible, <laughs> because Jesus said that very thing in the Bible. And he said to them, the whole point was, he says, you're able to recognize when it's going to rain, you're able to recognize the seasons, but you're unable to recognize the season that you are are in right now and the opportunity that is right in front of you right now someone needs to recognize the season that you're in today do you realize we as a church are in a very unique season do you realize there are some churches that are closing there are some churches that are really struggling there are other churches that are just doing it man thank god we're part of that one amen you know what the you know what the difference is they recognize They recognize the opportunity they have. They recognize the anointing that is on their life. They recognize their season that they're in. We are in a very special season as a church. God has chosen River of Life, not the only church. There are many other churches around us, but God has chosen us. Let's recognize the season that we are in and say, God, yes, well, whatever you can do right now. I know it's a lot of work. It's tough. But this season, the good thing about a season is it doesn't last forever. Come on, somebody. This too shall pass. Some of you need to put that in your car. When I was working and I had to drive to Toledo every morning, 
on in 2.30 in the morning, I had to get up during Christmas. It was the lowest paying route in our, in our company, and I got stuck doing it for two Christmases in a row. I would literally, I remember one time I went through Tim Hortons, God's favorite place, amen. I got me an extra large double-double. Come on, somebody. Two, two o'clock in the morning. You just, the little smalls ain't going. Extra large. I'll never forget it. I was pulling out, 2.30 in the morning. I'm on my way to jump on the freeway to head down to Toledo, and I, knocked, I spilled the entire cup everywhere. Spill. I was a spiller. My mama said, that's, I was always a spiller in the family. How many are spillers in your family? <laughs> Donna, you better have both hands up. <laughs> I would, I would even try so hard. I would say, Mom, you can trust me. I'm not going to spill this time. And I would try so hard not to spill. And I'd always make it through my whole meal and end up spilling the whole cup of milk. I mean, that's just the way it was. I was a spiller. I remember I went right back. This, I pulled back around. I said, let me let's just go for it. I pulled back around. I said, I spilled my whole coffee. And uh, the lady says, you know what? We, norm- we normally don't do this, but it's totally okay. I'll make you a fresh one. She made me a whole fresh coffee. And she looked at it and she said, she gave me that cup. She said, I just want you to know this too will pass. I wrote that scripture down, and for the next year and a half was the, one of the worst times of my life, being a Christian, serving the Lord maybe three years in the Lord, and everyone else around me is getting blessed and getting new cars and all of that, and I'm, I'm just going this way. How many ever been there? Going to the same church, doing everything else, what everybody else is doing, but I, my prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. And, but when I made it, but this is the point, I recognized the season that I was in. The season that I was in, God was doing something different in me than what he was already doing in other people. And I learned that when you talk to other people, they would tell you, oh, I just been through that season. But as the word came forth today, don't retreat. That's for somebody today. Don't retreat. The enemy fights the hardest right before your victory. Right, look at the children of Israel, nine plagues, and, and Pharaoh got harder and harder and harder. Right at the last point, the last one, he got really hard against the children of Israel, doubled the labor, he did everything, and that's when God said, okay, this is it, you're coming out. So some of you are fighting, seems like every devil that hell can puke up right now. You know why? Because you're right on the brink of a breakthrough. I'm telling you this. You're right on the brink. I mean it. I'm preaching it to you because I've lived it. I've lived it. You got to recognize that. What I just said is either something that you look at as a cliche or something that you're like, no, I recognize that, Pastor. I'm going to get a hold of it. And for those that will recognize it, look what verse 12 finish says. And to them that receive it, To them, he gave the right, authority, power. That's the same word. It means all three things. It means the right. Everyone talks about rights today. I got the right to do that. You got the right to do that. The greatest human right is to know Jesus. Every person on the planet, black, white, yellow, green, whatever shade you are, you have a, every, this Bible right here, scripture says, you have the right to become the children of God. Back up if you receive. He didn't say hear. He didn't say go home and highlight it. He didn't say go, don't, go have a life group. Go have a Bible study. Receive it. Receive it. And when you, you can tell when someone receives. When someone receives it, they're gone. 
And you know what? The whole enemy, the whole opposing team chases that guy. Some of you, that's why every devil in hell is coming after you because you're receiving the word that God's been trying to plant down deep in your heart right now. You may not think you got it, but God knows you got it. And you know what? The enemy knows you got it. But I got news for you. God's going to step right in and say, I'm going to help you get all the way to the end zone, baby. I'm going to come. I'm going to block for you. I'm going to block for you. I'm going to be your blocker. I'm going to be, I'm going to go ahead of you. I'm going to come up behind you. Come on, somebody. I ain't talking about football today. That's the word. Come on, somebody. Yes. Hey. Come on. Hallelujah. If you re- to those that receive, to them he has given the right. You have the right. You have the right to be blessed. Let me help you with that. Here he goes. He's prosperity. No, I'm not. I'm telling you that you're going to. If you follow God with all of your heart, you're going to prosper. Blessed is the man who sits not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor walketh in the path of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in it he meditates both day and night. He shall be like a tree that's planted next to the rivers of water. He shall bear forth fruit in its season, and its leaf shall not wither. But for those that don't believe, woe unto them, they will be cut like the grass and wither away. Psalm 1, blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Listen to that scripture. Nor stands in the place of the sinful, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, his delight, this is what I wanted to get to today was the heart. I have to go next week. His delight is in the law of the Lord. That person shall be like a tree. That's planted. Ain't moving around. Ain't coming over here. Ain't get offended. And I run over here. And I didn't like Pastor Eddie's outfit, so I'm leaving. I'm going to this church. And I didn't even get coffee. I got here too late. I'm leaving here. Come on, you need to be planted. Tell somebody this works for you. You better recognize. Come on, tell them you better recognize. We got to get planted. Planted. He shall be like a tree that's planted. Tree that's planted. If you recognize, you will be like a tree that's planted. I read in my devotions that God said, I will make the righteous like a palm tree. I said, that is odd. You would think he would say oak. I got these oak trees by my house, driving me nuts. They're beautiful in the summer, but in the fall, you come help me do leaves. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> my neighbors are looking at me because I ain't got time this year. It's been a little crazy. So I'm blowing them right in their yard. I ain't. I, <laughs> I got my one neighbor looking at me. He got mad at me, Don. We've been friends forever. And he looked over at me. Then I got convicted because I cut the grass of the lady next to us. What was I saying? And I said, God, why would you say a palm tree? They sound really nice right now. And when this renovation's over, I think we're going to go see some palm trees, baby. Hey, but I said a palm tree. Listen, he could have said any other tree in the world. He said a palm tree. The Holy Spirit said, look at it again. I looked at it again. I began to think about them palm trees. You go down to Florida, there ain't no palm trees here. And you know what them palm trees, if you've noticed, we go down to the golf area. That's where we love to go. And you'll notice some of them trees that's been there a while, they're a little bent. 
But you know what a palm tree is designed to do? It's designed to weather a hurricane, baby. Them trees can go through Hurricane Andrew, Sally, Bill, and Fred all in the same time. What is that palm tree? Come on, you know that palm tree will go just like this. Everybody say, that tree's done. It's done. It's over. It can't withstand that storm. That storm will be blowing it. That thing is down like this horizontal. I mean, I mean it's vertical. It's, it's down horizontal, whatever this is. Down. I needed another cup of them coffee. Y'all put it away too early. Come on, help me, Steve. This tree's doing this. And everyone's saying, man, that tree's done. That tree's ain't going to make it. But what I love about a palm tree, as soon as that wind starts to fade, that little tree will begin to go, come on now. Come on now. Andrew starts to back off and head up to the coast. What happens, Connie? Here comes that tree. That tree stands back up and says, is that all you got? I said, is that all you got? Because I was made for this, baby. I was made for the storm. I was made for the wind. I was made for the rain. I was made for the hurricanes. Some of you need to get what I'm saying today and say, oh yeah, I believe in palm trees because I am a palm tree. How many palm trees we got here today? Come on. Come on, stand if you want the palm trees right now. You say, Pastor Randy, how do I get to be one of them palm trees? Well, I just read it to you. You got to receive. All you got to do is receive. Receive the word. He came to his own, but his own received him not. But to them, how many them are here today that received that word? To them, he gave the right, the authority, the power to become a palm tree. Hallelujah. Sit down. I'm almost done. You have the right. That's the right. This is not even in my message. This is a, my, the next word is authority. Some of you are like, we're, we're going to get out early today, baby. Woo! Palm trees. I'm almost done. Is this all right? How many need to hear this word today? The Lord says, the Lord says he gives you those that receive have the right to become. The other word is authority. Authority. You receive what God has. Now, now you have the right to become, but you also have the authority. The authority. Hanging out with these police officers, being working with them, I'm learning what authority is all about. I could be in a cop car. They even gave me a badge, y'all. It's so sweet. I'll show you right now if I had an army. My badge is a little different than their badge. My badge has a cross in it. Amen. But you know what? I may be in the cop car. I might even have a badge, but I don't have the same authority of a police officer. And you, may, you can be in church. You can be in church your whole life. Have six Bibles. King James 1611. You can have one in Hebrew. When we were in Israel, our, our uh, tour guide said, I got something for you. We were in Jerusalem, and he came out of one of the shops. That was such a blessing. Yasuk was his name. No, I didn't just cuss out Tyler. I just said... <laughs> he came out. He goes, I got something very special for you. He said, you've been a very special pastor. He said, I don't do this to everybody, all the pastors, but you are very special. He gave me a Hebrew Bible. That's what I said until I opened it. <laughs> I can't read Hebrew. <laughs> so I got it in there. And sometimes I get real spiritual. God, give me the gift of interpretation. <laughs> I can read in the beginning was Elohim. Elohim, right there. 
I had, it took me forever because I was reading the Bible from the front and Hebrew Bible writes from the left to the right. I couldn't find Elohim on the first page, man. What am I saying? Help me, Jesus. You can have all these Bibles in the world, but I don't mean you have the authority. A big problem with the body of Christ is we've lost our authority. You don't have your authority. You've got to have the authority. You get the authority of the kingdom of God when you surrender your heart to the king of God. The kingdom of God. That's when the authority comes. That's when the authority comes. You have the authority. In, in Acts, there's a group of pastor's sons who tried to go and cast out a devil. Seven sons of Sceva. Read that story. They went around because they saw the apostle Paul who had the right, the authority. He was a real palm tree. So they tried to be a palm tree. They were one of them fake palm trees that we have in Michigan. <laughs> he tried to go cast out a devil and the Bible says there were seven of them. They all circled them. They've been raised in church. They knew the Bible. And they said, we command you in the name of that Jesus that Paul preaches, come out of him. And the devil looked at him and said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? And the Bible says that one man jumped on all seven of them and beat them down, stripped their clothes off, and sent them through the city naked. All because of what? They had the right knowledge, the right information, they lacked the authority. Trying to tell you today, some of you need to get that authority in your life today. Take authority over the devil. Take authority over the evil one. You take the authority, not in your own, but you have now the right if you've received the Jesus. You won't receive until what you first recognize what he has to offer you. Then once you recognize, you receive, you then have the right to become a palm tree, a son of God, and you have the authority to do it. Lastly is the power. You have the power. When you recognize, you receive. The other day, I got one of them nice reciprocating saws. I was helping Melinda with this little project she's had going on in the kitchen, the little kitchen break room. I got up there, and I said, I'm going to cut this off for you, baby. I love power tools. Them power tools some of you guys got is sweet. I've been going to Home Depot looking for them. Steve been up there, too. I ain't going to lie. Some of you got some. You guys got some sweet tools, man. I mean, I put my Black & Decker cord away a long time ago. You guys got some things I've never even seen. Got a light in it. A level. I'm like, where do these guys get these things? I got this sweet saw out, Roger, and I went to go help Melinda, and I had it perfect lined up. No power. Chuck cut the power off. <laughs> where are you at, Chuck? Is he here today? He might be taking a break. This brother's been up here every day moving power in line. You can have the right tool, but you know what I'm saying? You don't have the power. When that power came on, it cut right through it. I'm telling you, I'm using all these illustrations to try to connect with you today to let you know I'm not talking about football, palm trees, or power tools. I'm talking about how to make a difference in your life, how to walk out of here and have a different week than you had in the rest of your life. Simply to recognize that this service is very unique. I'm telling you, I did not, this was not my message at all today. Recognize this is not rehearsed, this thing, nothing. This recognize this was God today. You got to recognize this was God today. And then you got to receive whatever God has done today. And He's done a lot of things today through this service. Amen? Amen. Okay, stand with me today. Now let's, let's seal this up with a word of prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to invite a friend next week because I'm going to really break down the gospel of why Jesus came. A lot of people who normally don't go to church come to church this time of year just out of whatever. And I love that. Come, please. I don't care why you're here. I'm glad you're here. And I I look at it as an opportunity to really preach the gospel to you. And so next week we're going to really unpack why Jesus came. 
And I'm leading up to a series in January that I'm going to kick off called The Origin of Sin, Angels and Demons. And we're going to go really, really, really kind of deep in Genesis on, on why this world is so broken and why it's important for spiritual warfare. Um, and it's going to get really good. And then we're going to get into that rise and shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay? Everybody with me? Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes right now. Holy Spirit, thank you for today. We recognize you did something very unique today, very special today, God. We recognize that. We're not going to let our schedules, the hustle and bustle, and the things in our mind right now to rob us of the ability to recognize what you're doing. But God, we're going to receive everything that you said today whether it was through a worship, through the prophetic word, through the preaching, we receive it today. We receive it. Receive it. Come on, how many receive it today? Receive it. Receive it. Because we're going to walk different, live different, be different. Because we've received. We could be anywhere else on planet Earth right now, but we're here at 16650 Sumter Road in this gymnasium for a reason and I recognize that and I, I receive that today that word was for me that you gave all of them all of them and I'm going to receive that today and I am going to receive that I have recognized I got the right to become that tree that palm tree I'm gonna, I may be in a storm but I'm going to rise right back up because I have the authority in the name of Jesus and the power to overcome anything that's going on in my life in Jesus name hallelujah if you're here today and you need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior then you need to repeat this prayer after me I want you to say Heavenly Father I come to you today as a sinner I have broken your law and I ask you to forgive me come into my life give me a new heart change me from this day forward, help me to follow you all of my days in Jesus' name. I pray a blessing over your people, God, as we leave and we go our own separate ways, Lord. We would take this word with us and bear fruit of this word this week, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. God, God bless you. Thanks for listening. We trust that God has spoken to you through today's message. If you would like to know more about our church or if you would like to help support the ministry, please go to www.rol-ag.org. River of Life Assembly of God, a church of His presence, His promises, and all people.